0: Baltimore Sports and Life is dedicated to analysis and discussion on the Baltimore Orioles, Baltimore Ravens, and the University of Maryland. The site has a team of writers providing coverage of those teams and houses live streaming content weekly. Join the conversations on the message board like BSL on Facebook and follow BSL on Twitter. Welcome into Sports Tonight. It's October 31st, Halloween, and the first CFP rankings have been released. I'm joined by BSL's College Triple Analyst, Mike Lowe. Mike, how are we doing? How are you? Uh, we're doing
1: pretty good, and I, I got to tell our listeners, this was totally serendipitous. I had completely forgotten um, when we scheduled our recording that um, this was also the night of the college football playoff rankings, first ones, and so... Um, It'll kind of be the theme of our show, I think. And um, I think Chris and I have sort of digested them individually, but we haven't really bounced our thoughts off each other. Uh, So I'm ready to get into it if you are.
0: I am. So, Mike, uh, with the release of the first uh, CFP rankings, just kind of give us your uh, general overview thoughts there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll just just rattle. I I won't go all the way through the 25, but we got Ohio State number one. Um, That to me was not surprising, um, even though none of the polls have them at the very top. Um, I think when you look at all the teams and say, all right, who has the best pair of wins? Uh, I don't think anybody comes close to Ohio State with their wins against Notre Dame and Penn State. Um, So it makes sense to me that they're at the top. Uh, Number two, you got Georgia. Uh, Number three, Michigan. And number four, Florida State. Um, You know, again, uh, when they do these rankings, it's not necessarily based off uh, – it's not intended to be predictive. It's based off what have you done so far – um so i thought maybe florida state just having a slightly better resume than michigan might have been higher than them um but you know i I don't have any argument with it michigan's been my number one team all year long um you know georgia i think has uh you know played a better schedule than michigan so i can understand that uh then we get into you know number five and six you got oregon and washington um and uh you know that uh you know, also, again, makes sense to be Washington is the last unbeaten power five team. Um, you know, they deservedly at number five. Um, and I can justify Oregon being the highest rank among the one loss teams. Um, little surprise, I might have had Texas higher just because I still really like that win at Alabama. Um, but I can understand the justification for Oregon. Apparently, the committee really loved how they looked at Utah um on saturday that must have really been the big one and obviously you know the fact that um it was such an evenly matched game with washington um you know they wouldn't want to put oregon too far below them so that's five and six seven we have texas eight alabama nine oklahoma ten Ole miss eleven penn state twelve is missouri Uh, 13 is Louisville. Number 14 is LSU. And I think once you get beyond that, we're talking about teams that don't really have a shot at uh, making it in. Um, So again, uh, you know, Oklahoma being two spots below Texas is kind of interesting based on the head to head win. Um, I'd kind of like to pick the committee's brain and see what they're thinking on that one was.
0: Uh, Let's stick on that for a second. I guess my take was, uh, Game was close enough. Oklahoma had the the head-to-head win, but Texas's win at Alabama kind of trumps that in a fairly even game on a neutral field. Oklahoma's win, considering Oklahoma has the loss to Kansas, which is ranked 21st overall in the uh, CFP. Uh, So... I think they basically split hairs with the neutral uh, neutral field win from Oklahoma. Gave I Texas you, points you know, the could, Alabama. You could say they're all
1: pretty close. Um, I, I, there probably isn't much separating Texas, Alabama, and Oklahoma.
0: Yep. And so, uh, going to yeah. your, your earlier point there with uh, Washington and Oregon, they at five and six. Uh, Pac 12 in a pretty good position. Yeah, I think uh, Ohio State they're, and probably are the, the, you know, they're
1: the only two teams I think that have a realistic shot of getting in. And, um, you know, I think, you know, they may both have to win out. Oregon almost certainly has to win out. And I'm not so sure Washington would be able to afford a loss either. Uh, you know, just looking at Ohio State and Michigan being ranked as high as they are, Michigan, I mean, their schedule has been, you know, a cakewalk so far. But it's about to get tougher, um, you know. Uh, not this weekend. Next weekend, they have Penn State and then they get Ohio State two weeks after that. Um, so, you know, if uh, whoever we know, you know, one of Ohio State and Michigan is going to have a loss at the end of the regular season. It's just a question of how far that loss will drop them. It probably will come down to you know, factors like how close was the game. Um, you know, that's interesting to see. But at the same time. Washington and Oregon, you know, I, I, I get the sense the path is there for both of them to, to get into the top four. And I think, you know, if one of them can win out, which means, you know, rematch, they get a rematch in the uh, conference championship game, they should be able to get into the top four. It'll just be interesting. And, and again, Washington, I'm not sure they can afford one loss. I don't know about that.
0: Yeah, I don't know about, uh, you know, the Big Ten East uh, powers there. Uh, You know, obviously it depends what happens at the conferences. But, you know, my thinking would be, okay, one of them suffers the loss. Uh, There's nobody in the West, Big Ten West, that's in the top 25. So you're not going to get really any credit in the Big Ten uh, championship. and that the team, the team that loses won't, you know, they won't be playing at all. So then you're you're really relying on what happens in the other conferences. Now, if you have the uh, the Pac-12 splits, if you know, of course, you know, let's say Washington and Oregon both get there. Oregon has the one loss to Washington. Washington's undefeated. Um, you know, if Oregon wins that game, uh, if it's, it's close. You'd figure Oregon probably gets gets in. Of course, if Washington wins and beats Oregon twice, mm-hmm. they would figure to be in. And then, and then you know the, the other the three teams you had mentioned previously: Texas, Alabama, Oklahoma. Uh, you know, it, it's the path there is pretty clear. Uh, Big Twelve championship. If Texas, Oklahoma get there. Texas avenges uh, the, the previous loss. They're going to have a, a pretty good chance. Alabama's path is obviously they have to uh, they have to win they out. Got to manage uh, to
1: beat Georgia. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you know, obviously win, out, to win out, to, out, win get out, get to and the, the
0: SEC championship, and then somehow and, beat Georgia, and then somehow beat yeah. Georgia. No, uh, and but, I will
1: say, you know, the the committee does seem to um, you know like like many others. Definitely does seem to respect the Pac-12 this year. In addition to Washington, Oregon, you know, they have uh, Oregon State at number 16, uh, Utah's at number 18, despite taking a really rough loss uh, over the weekend, UCLA 19, USC uh, 20. So that's a total of six teams in the uh, Pac-12 that are ranked in the top 25. Um, so you know they do. Uh, you know they do seem to have respect for the conference this season. Interestingly, they uh, you know they seem to like the Big Twelve too. They got uh, Kansas, uh, Kansas State, uh, Kansas twenty one, Kansas State twenty three. Number twenty two. This one was interesting. Oklahoma State.
0: They, they have lost been... to South Alabama. Got destroyed yeah. by South Alabama. All they right.
1: did, and then uh, they lost the very next week to um, Gosh, who was it? Iowa
0: State or somebody like that. Game. I think they've beat two or three ranked teams yeah. in conference, but uh, I don't. I don't think you can lose. The, I don't think you can either, get, get rolled you know, by the AP, <laughs> Yeah,
1: neither the AP or the coaches poll has had them ranked at any point in the season, uh, and yet here they are in the in the CFP rankings at number twenty-two. They have been playing well lately. They uh, they do seem to be getting a lot better as the season wears on. So. yeah.
0: Yeah, I I, I, I don't know. You can't lose a twenty-six by twenty-six points South Alabama and be ranked. It's just not, <laughs> come on. Uh, uh, and I think really the rankings kind of end at nine. I don't think. Uh, I guess you could make a case that if I don't know, this Miss have a second yeah, I mean, loss. I think you uh, can
1: make a case. There's, there's a path there. How realistic that path yeah. is? You know, Penn State, Missouri. Uh, Louisville all have one loss. Uh, LSU has two losses, but I mean, right. if, they, if they run the table, which includes beating Alabama and then Georgia, how do you make an argument against them?
0: Yeah, uh, uh, but, uh, just, yeah. I, th-
1: I think once you get past LSU um, and then number fifteen Notre Dame, and you know, below that, I I, I don't think any path exists
0: uh below number 14 right now uh we'll say interesting number 13 louisville not that i believe they're going to get to the cfp but thinking they could get to the acc championship we'll touch on that later as a uh you know, another possible win for Florida State, No um, but uh, and their resume. So uh, interesting with the rankings. We'll continue to debate it. I, I always feel like they do this initial rankings in part to set up further discussions later. That's Maybe kind of so, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and
1: and this is the time of year where we just go through all kinds of machinations and scenarios and. 99% of them never really pan out or happen. And yep. in the end, all the questions get answered.
0: So let's uh, kind of review uh, where things stand after this past weekend. Oklahoma, as we mentioned, the uh, Sooners lost to Kansas. Uh, there's now five teams in the Big 12 who are 4-1 and one in conference. Obviously, the expected favorites, Texas and Oklahoma, but – is that still who you believe gets to the conference championship or are you looking at anybody else?
1: Hmm. I'm still going with Texas and Oklahoma. We do have a, a bit of a semi-final. Uh, if you want to look at that coming up this weekend for the big 12, um, you have uh, uh, of the, you know, uh, four of the five one loss teams are going to be um, you know, going head to head. You have uh, Kansas state going to Texas and then Oklahoma at Oklahoma state and you know, what might be the last Bedlam game we see for a very, very long time. Um, Doesn't sound like they have any intentions of scheduling each other again anytime soon. Um, So, you know, kind of a end of an era coming up this weekend. Um, So, you know, two of those one loss teams are going to get a second loss after this weekend. Iowa state is the fifth one loss team. I don't take them very seriously. Um, I just think, I still think it's going to be Texas and Oklahoma um, that are left standing at the
0: end in Arlington. Oregon, as you mentioned, they're number six overall. They beat Utah. Utah's uh, 18 in the rankings. Uh, they beat Utah in Salt Lake. Uh, the Ducks seem well positioned to get to the Pac 12 title game and a possible rematch of Washington. The Huskies have the head to head win. Uh, that was obviously one of the best games of the season. Getting past their resumes, just thinking about who they are, which of those two teams do you think would have a better chance of winning multiple CFP games?
1: Uh, I would lean with Oregon. Um, I just think, again, um, you know, I've said it before, I think they're the more well-rounded team uh, of the two. Um, you know, Washington obviously has the lights-out offense, passing offense, really. Um, Oregon is just a more complete team, I think, um, you know defense uh you know their defense is, is much better than washington's um you know I, I think they're just kind of built a little bit more to compete in the postseason uh,
0: they're a little bit more physical than uh previous ducks teams uh
1: yeah i mean hey we saw what they did to utah and you know utah is annually one of the most physical teams in the pac 12 you know probably you know one of the most physical teams in the country and you know oregon just went in there and stomped on um so you know and that 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 was intentional that's how dan lanning has built this team you know he's he's competed in the sec um you know as a coach um you know he was an assistant at alabama when they won a title defensive coordinator at georgia when they won a title he knows what it takes to win um you know once you get to the playoff and he knows how to build the team and he's gone out there and gotten the players to match um so i do give the edge to oregon um, you know, as far as if they get to the playoff, give them a better shot of advancing uh, to a title game than I would Washington.
0: Uh, Florida State, again, their fourth overall best part of the Seminoles' resume is their opening win versus LSU. They also had the win at Clemson. Clemson's falling off. You can go catch uh, Dabo Sweeney's uh uh, comments to uh, uh, a yeah, uh, colleague. Tyler out. in Spartanburg. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun. <laughs> uh, outside of LSU, the only other currently ranked team FSU has played is Duke. The remaining schedule for the Seminoles at Pitt, Miami, North Alabama, and at Florida. So two rivalry games left could lead to a surprise, but I imagine you've got L- uh, FSU getting to ACC championship undefeated. If that happens, it currently looks like they would face Louisville, who, as we um, mentioned, they are uh, 13th now 13th. In, in the CFP. So uh, that could give the Seminoles, you know, another, you know,
1: another quality win. If another they, quality win, yeah. If they are, uh, you know, able to kind of keep it up uh Louisville, you know, they have virginia tech who actually has been playing much better late virginia they've also been playing better at miami and then they get kentucky uh you know they in state rival at the end of the season so no cakewalk for them You don't know if they'll still be you know right there somewhere hovering near the top 10 honestly i don't think it'll matter as long as florida state wins out uh there's just no way they don't get it. No way at all. Um, you know, if, if I Florida guess where State I was going with this, going with somewhere that along the line, then it gets a little more complicated. I think, and and the path narrows for them, and maybe they do need Louisville to really come in um, as a high high ranked opponent.
0: Yeah, where I was going with that, Mike, is uh, if FSU gets the ACC championship. Undefeated, and they're playing Louisville, and they happen to lose that game. But the game is close. I wonder if they could still get in at that point. Again, it depends what happens, what's around them, but yeah. Um, you know, I mean,
1: it it worked out last year for um TCU. You know, right. if we want to, yeah if we want to look at recent examples um, let's see I think TCU might have been ranked second uh, going into championship week and the loss to Kansas State only dropped them to third and Kansas State was I believe they only had they had one or two losses so you know I, I think they were again respected enough that uh, that didn't drop them. I think, uh, you know, everybody else uh, that was outside the top four, at least in the power conferences, I thought they had at least two losses. Um, and so, again, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to see how this year folds out. But, you know, we've still got a lot of good teams that have to play each other. And so, you know, teams that we're not necessarily thinking of are going to have a loss or going to get a loss. That's just, that's just how the math yep. works.
0: Right, a- absolutely. So, uh, kind of beyond that o- overall math, and just thinking about the team, uh, what about the Seminoles? Concerns you uh, anything as you look at their uh- not,
1: not really much. You know, I, I I've dug into them a little bit, and you know, they don't they don't have any strengths that just pop right off the charts but at the same time i don't see anything in the numbers that indicates a weakness that would be a red flag for me um i think they're just a very well-rounded team um they're just very good at everything and maybe not among the elite other than uh, they don't turn the ball over i think they're they're second in the country behind only oregon in fewest turnovers uh so they protect the football and you're always going to give yourself a better chance when you do that. They, I think they've had four turnovers all season long.
0: While um, they're fourth in the CFP, I feel like they've kind of run under the radar for a, a little bit. Uh, well,
1: they haven't had many big games after that LSU game. Um, you know, Clemson had already lost to Duke. So I think, you know, the the luster of that matchup kind of, kind of worn off. Um, you know, They had that ugly game at Boston College. Um, You know, the Duke game, you know, that was kind of big, that got the primetime ABC treatment. Um, So, you know, I I think people were like, okay, yeah, they're still a pretty good team after the Duke game. Um, But, you know, that game was uh, actually, Duke had a, I think, a three or four point lead that actually headed into the fourth quarter. Uh, Riley Leonard re injured his ankle and uh, Florida State just reeled off three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. And so they won that one going away. But for three quarters, that was a much closer game than the final score indicated. So I, you know, I, I I see, you know, why some people, you know, maybe uh, question Florida State. And, um, you know, maybe they are a little under the radar. But obviously the committee uh, put them at number four. So they, they don't think they're that far
0: Four games of the week to look at. and got uh, Missouri at Georgia, so that's uh, number 12 at number one.
1: Yeah, Georgia has confounded me all season long when I'm picking them against the spread. I think I'm like one in four or one in five um, in their games, picking them against the spread. Uh, and so I, I've decided what I'm going to do is I'm going to go with the George Costanza approach. And I'm going to decide, you know, what I think about Georgia. And then I'm going to pick the exact opposite of that. And so they're a 15 and a half point favorite at home against Missouri. Uh, Missouri, I think they were ranked number 14, if i Yeah. No, 12. 12. Missouri is number 12. Um, Yeah, they've got some nice wins this season. Uh, Kansas State. um, Yeah. Yeah. you know, and, and because of that and because Georgia just hasn't been that great, although they've gotten better recently at covering against the spread, my inclination is, hey, take Missouri getting 15 and a half, 15 and a half points. So I'm going to do the opposite. Georgia covers.
0: All right. I like that. Uh, K-State and Texas are number 23 at number seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh, again. This is one of the big
1: semifinal week uh, for the Big Twelve uh, title chase. Regular season title chase. Um, it looks like Quinn Ewers is still going to be out for Texas, uh, so it'll be Malik Murphy again at quarterback. And um, who knows? Maybe there will be an arch exciting. We'll, we'll see about that. Um, you know, Texas is a four-point favorite at home, but I think I
0: think they win by touchdown here um so give me the horns uh, you got washington at usc so number five at number 20. yeah uh, vegas set the over under on this one at 76
1: points um so whoever uh you know the the maintenance folks at the coliseum might want to make sure that all the led bulbs and the scoreboards are replaced and fresh and ready to go because uh Expect these two teams to really light it up. Um, I think this will be a really close one, and uh, I think it's probably going to come close enough that it's going to come down to a field goal at the very end of the game, much like Washington's game against Oregon did and uh, USC the other week against uh, uh, Utah. And uh, Washington's a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I think it's going to be closer than that. So I'm I'm taking USC – with the three and a half points, um, as far as you know, who ultimately prevails in this one? Toss a coin, um, but I, I think it's got to be Washington because USC's uh, defense is just an absolute disaster, and so I don't know that they can outscore the Huskies enough. So I think uh, Washington will be the last team with the ball, kick the field goal, get the win, and uh, get out of there
0: unbeaten. So. And our last uh, look game to look at the week uh, LSU number fourteen at number eight Alabama.
1: Yeah, this is the game of the week here. This is um, what might very well be an elimination game, um, you know, not just for playoff contention, but certainly for the SEC West. Although, well, actually, I should I should back up on that one. This is an interesting game in the SEC West because. Um, Uh, spoiler alert I I kind of like LSU here and if LSU does win uh, it creates an interesting scenario we were talking about this happening in the Big Ten East uh, where you could potentially have uh, Alabama LSU and Ole Miss all ending the season uh, with one loss team as one loss teams in the SEC West and, uh, you know, each of them kind of splitting the season series three ways against each other. And so it, it kind of gets into that situation. It's like, OK, well, what's the next tiebreaker to figure out who the West champion is? And, you know, who gets to go get beat on by Georgia? I guess that's the only prize I don't and I don't really know. I still I have to I still haven't dug up the answer to that question. Um, uh, you know, this game is uh you know the the marquee matchup is lsu's offense which is pretty much leading every major statistical category in the country uh yards per game yards per play uh you know points scored per game they're number one um you know they're they're that good you've got alabama's defense um you know they're they're not at the top but uh, you know as i pointed out in a couple of my articles they've been Remarkable in the second half of games this season, um, a lot of times. So you know, I think that's the matchup there uh, that's worth watching. Um, and you know, it'll be interesting to see how it works out when uh, Alabama has the ball against LSU's defense. LSU's defense is a very good Alabama. Alabama's offense isn't great um you know they'll probably get about 5 or 6 sacks of Jalen Milroe Alabama is giving up more sacks per game than all but I think five teams in the country um so you know this game could come down to you know things like turnovers and that sort of thing I think it's going to be close Alabama's a 3 point favorite but I like LSU here I like them you know with the 3 points I actually like them to win this one outright I got a hunch
0: Good stuff from Mike. You can check out his uh, look at college football later on this week at com. Come and join all the college football discussions with us. CFP is out, so plenty to discuss as we get here into this. We're now going to be into November. By the time you hear this, uh, the season is winding up and the playoff is not that far away. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're getting there. The
1: rankings are here, so it's uh, it's – Time to talk scenarios.
0: Uh, you know, before we wrap up, just one last thing, Mike. You know, as I'm looking at the, uh, you know, the rankings here, and, and I'm, you know, looking forward to when the the field expands. It's kind of fun looking at all these different scenarios of, uh, you know, how the who's going to be the last four teams standing. But if you were just taking the current twelve, uh, you know, top. 12, uh, I would enjoy watching that. But we'll see some of that this weekend, you know, examples with uh, uh, Georgia and Missouri, one versus, uh, you know, at, at 12 uh, there. Uh, but it'll be fun. Uh, lots to talk about here in the next few weeks and see how this all uh, shapes out. Uh, good stuff for Mike. Enjoy the college football this weekend. Come and talk with us. I uh, would love to hear your thoughts. And we'll be back next week with uh I guess the updated rankings uh uh and yeah. another we week. Of play.
1: Tuesdays or Wednesdays, and so uh the next rankings should be out by the time we uh sit down to
0: record this. All right, take care. We'll enjoy catch the you next games
1: week. this week.